step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. And welcome, everybody, to the Success to Go podcast. I am your host, Christopher Tompkins. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, if you are a first-time listener, welcome to the show. Uh, pretty much what this show is all about is featuring many of the people that I've come across in my many years of professional life, marketing, sales, everything in between, agency life. And, you know, I've met so many awesome people along the way, and they have taught me so much. So why don't you get that same benefit? Well, that's why I've created this podcast. Um, if you want to check out our past episodes, please do. You can check them out a lot of different places. Let me just rattle off some names. If you're a user of any of these podcast platforms, please subscribe. Throw us a rating after you listen to a couple episodes and send any questions that you might have. I'm going to be on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Overcast, Google Play, Podcast Land, and Blueberry. My personal favorite is Overcast, but hey, whatever works for you works for me. Every one of the entrepreneurs or business professionals that I have featured here on the success to go podcast is going to answer the same 10 questions. Why? Because I want to help everybody understand the different nuances of different aspects of business. So today I am super excited because I have the one and the only Laura Reese joining me today. Laura Reese uh, is, we've worked together for quite a few years and I am a longtime fan of her and her father, Al Reese's work. Um, Laura Reese is a leading marketing strategist. She's a, also a best-selling author and television personality. Um, she's a frequent marketing analyst on major news programs from, um, she's been on the Squawk Box, she's been on tons of different things, and she regularly appears on Fox News, Fox Business, CNBC, CNN, HLN, um, and is frequently quoted in the Associated Press, Bloomberg, Wall Street Journal. You get it, folks. I'm sure you've seen her before. She is a force to be reckoned with and has really great information in terms of marketing, branding, and above all, positioning. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with her books. Um, Visual Hammer, as well as Battle Cry, and then she's written books with her father, and also her father has tons of books. There's, this is like a wealth of knowledge. I just want to um, let everyone know, learn more about Laura and her father and their agency, consultancy at Reese.com, which is R-I-E-S.com. Laura Reese, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. That was quite an introduction. Thanks so much. <laughs> You're welcome. It was quite a mouthful. You've, you have like you have quite the uh, dossier to go through. Yes, yes. <laughs> So, okay, well, awesome. Um, let's just get right, right down to it, Laura. Um, one of the first questions I like to ask everybody is, you know, how do you start your day? Do you have like a morning routine? How do you set your day up for success? Do you have any, uh, you know, routines that you 
do every single day? Well, I, I, I do. They have changed as, as my seasons of life have changed. Okay. Currently, my routine is get my kids to school. Because unless I can get them to school, I can't get to work. So uh, I, as soon as I get up and I've got a dog and a cat and they're immediately hungry and they want to go out, and I've got to get there. I have two boys, and if anyone has boys, they are just, they're very difficult to get out of bed. They're very hard to find their stuff, can never find their shoes. Um, so, you know, my focus in that morning hour is on my kids. And uh, my husband travels. He's in consulting. So it's just me. And uh, my morning routine, get them, get them fed and get them out the door. And, and actually, that, that is really important because I think breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Of and way too many people skip it. Mm -hmm. And so before I can really get anything done, I've got to have a good breakfast. That is mm -hmm. one of really my main meal in, in some respects, but super, super important. So, you know, clear, clear out the way, get your kids to school, get your breakfast, and then you're good to go. I love it. Now, question, the kind of a follow-up to that. You, how does your routine change in the summer when the kids are um, out of school? Oh, it's very difficult. But, um, <laughs> but listen, believe me, if they're not going to school, they're going to camp. They're going to swim practice. They're going to tennis academy. Uh, they're always going somewhere because I, I think kids need to be busy. Yeah, um, I, I know. They, I let them play and run around, and, uh, you know, it's that's good too, but they, they also need that structure. They need that discipline. They need, besides me yelling at them, you know, having coaches <laughs> and teachers. Um, you know, that that's really important too. So, yeah, in the summer they're still busy, and uh, mommy still needs time to work. Yes, absolutely. Uh, okay, so let's let's look into um, you know you have an extremely busy life. You know, offline before we were even uh, starting this interview, we were talking about you know you're going to Europe for. For yeah. appearance coming up very soon, and you have the kids, and you have every, you have a lot yeah. of things going on. Uh, you know, is there anything? Is there any business tool that you have that keeps you keeps you connected, or keeps you online, or keeps you focused uh, that you just can't live without? Well, it, it's my calendar. Um, you know, I think you know it, it's funny because I remember back when I had my first day timer when I was in middle school, and I was just. <laughs> super organized and I would cut off each day so that I could flip right to the page and I wrote down my assignments and my sports schedules um, and it was just as important then as it is now and of course now it's on the computer and I can think with my phone and the kids phone I said how, how could you not know it was on the calendar <laughs> and I, you know with my father who is my partner you right. know all of our assignments and our trips and all that information is on that calendar um, and you know it, it, the, the, the Technology has evolved greatly over the years, and I'm so you know mm -hmm. excited with the, the current stuff. But that paper planner was just as terrific because uh, it's it's the function of you know planning the schedule and making sure you have time for everything mm -hmm. and get everything done. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely, and I think it's really important, especially with a with a career like yours and your busy personal life. You know, it's it's it protect your time from not uh, you know having that crossover where you're working all the time and you don't have any time for personal life you have so many things you have to keep it really structured you know with your uh, you know you were talking about the paper planner is there a certain app or do you use google calendars what do you what do you prefer now in terms of well you know I'm, I'm on the iphone and i i just uh, i love the the, the i you know the, the apple calendar right, right um you know i use that and uh, syncs with we have a, a mac upstairs and i i open it on a 
I use you know the, the Google uh, Chrome, and I just open. I use a PC as well, so I can open that calendar nice. anywhere on any mm -hmm. device. Uh, I've got them all. Uh, so it's nice to keep it all synchronized. It's so much easier than it was back in the day where I used to have to – I put everything on the computer, and then you had to print it out. There was <laughs> – Yeah, right. Constantly printing it out because I also like – I love paper. I love – you know, I, I still, when I make lists of to-dos and reminders, I love to write it down. And they actually say that the, the, the motion of – if you really want to learn something, it's best to write it down. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the old saying, you know, if you make the – if you write down your grocery list, even if you forget it, you'll probably remember what to buy when you're at the store. There's a, just an amazing brain function there of, of, of writing things down and, and having things both in paper and electronically that's super important. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I'm working for an online, uh, online marketing agency, the Go Agency. You know, it, uh, everyone expects me to be extremely high tech in every aspect of my life, but I can't agree with you more. I write down all of my lists, and yeah, I you know I will put them on online, <laughs> but you know, I yeah, no, it's a, it's a combination, and, yeah. and that you know, it's the the, the back because there is so much luck. Great, you know, we used to, um, you know, back when my father first started writing books in 1980, you know, there was no computer, right? Yeah, right. everything was handwritten and given to a secretary to type, and right. you had to edit. It was so so cumbersome. And for many years, uh, you know, we would still handwrite the original draft before putting it in the computer. But, you know, these days it's just so much easier to type and it saves it and it's easier to correct and everything else. Uh, mm -hmm. so, so things do change, but, um, but, but in some ways they always stay the same. No, I couldn't agree with you more. And, 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 and just kind of going off of that point, there's always the, po there's always the aspect of, or the idea of or even the concept of work-life balance. Huh. What the, yeah, I know. What the hell is that? What What does that mean to you, Laura? Well, I, I think it's it's about you know making choices and um, you know prioritizing you know schedules and you know sometimes saying no. Um, and it's hard. It's for, especially for entrepreneurs. It's hard to mm -hmm. say no. Uh, you know when you know you're 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 making money on on each event and each client and each meeting. Um, to say no means not getting money. Right. Uh, but it, it's hard to, to make those choices. But you, but you have to sort of, you know, work out what's important to you. Um, you know, if there's an important, um, you know, swim meet for my kids, um, and I'll put it on the calendar. And if something comes along, I just have to say no if that swim meet's important. Right. Now, listen, mm -hmm. there's other swim meets or tennis matches that I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to have to miss it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've got to go to Toronto in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to mm -hmm. miss something with my kids. And, and that's okay, too, mm -hmm. um, because, you know, they learn the importance of, of hard work and, and commitment. Uh, and, and, and having a support system also around you is, you know, I'm so grateful to, to have my mom that helps out. We had a great nanny for many years. Um, but, but one of the choices I made early in, in my career is, you know, I, I started um, at an ad agency and I commuted to Manhattan and then I decided to work uh, full time with my dad and we started right. a partnership. Mm -hmm. And we moved down to Atlanta, and it really was in, in New York. We, we rented office space, and, you know, we commuted to, you know, it was locally. It wasn't far, but it was office space, and, and that was getting out of the house, which has nice benefits. Yeah. Uh, but when we moved to Atlanta, you know, do we really want to rent office space? And, I you know, I thought to myself, I know I'm going to have kids. Uh, and mm. so when we bought a house, we bought one specifically in mind that would have space that could be converted into office space, if you will. Right. So it had, uh, and I'm sitting in it now. It's got a big basement, um, and it looks like an office. Uh, you know, we built it out to, mm -hmm. to be that. 
and that allows me to, to spend time working and, you know, not commuting, and I can go back and forth. I go upstairs to be mom, and I come downstairs, mm-hmm. you know, to be, to be the marketing guru. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm fortunate to have that ability. Not, not all working moms have that, and they, right. they, they do have to make tough choices. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I feel very lucky to be able to do both. Both of the things I love is raising my two kids uh, and, and being a marketing professional. See that what I what I like one of the things I like about what you said and it's something I touched on in another interview I did I, I did previously was having the delineation of a, an area of your house that would only be for work um, and I think that's that's something that a lot of people that are working from home struggle with when they start out especially entrepreneurs they think oh you yeah. know I can just I can work on the couch whereas yeah. the couch used to the couch used to mean relaxation and yeah. decompression or family time and now it means emailing and contracts and agreements. And I really do feel that, you know, just like you said, you had this, you have this area of your house, you bought this with, with your house in mind, uh, that you go and work in. And I think that's really powerful. You can kind of go upstairs, be mommy and come downstairs to be the marketing guru. I like that. Yeah, no, I think, you know, I, I never thought about it too much, but you are, you are so right. Um, it, it makes a huge difference, mm. um, in, in, in the mindset and the ability to relax because it is hard to do both in the house. Um, and you know, yeah, you get to work in, in your pajamas if you want to, <laughs> Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, well, I'll never get dressed up. You know, I can feel more professional in a, in a space that looks more professional in terms of an office space and, and relax in, in the kitchen and other parts of the house. It's actually one reason, you know, moving to, you know, Atlanta versus being in New York city, you can afford the space, you know, of course, you live yeah. in a one bedroom, a one bedroom apartment in, in Manhattan and, you know, <laughs> There's, you don't have all you have is the couch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, okay. Here's something else too for you. Uh, you know, everyone has certain keys that they've like they they've gathered over their many years in business that are keys to success. You know, do you have th- let's say three off the top of your head that you feel are keys to to your own success? Well, you know, I, I uh, you know. Growing up with with my dad and just being in, involved in, in marketing and, and branding from a, an early age and just loving it and, and being interested in it, of course I do. Um, <laughs> you know, we we work these principles every day. We try to apply them for our clients and for ourselves. We write books about them. But mm-hmm. you know, I think that the top three are positioning. You gotta, oh, yeah. you know, you want to own an idea in the mind. That's the key to being successful, whether you're a company, a service, or a person. Two is focus. The only way to get into a mind is having a narrow focus. You can't be every, all things to everybody. That's that's not going to work. Um, and the third is visual hammer. I think the yes. the ability these days to find some kind of a, a visual that, that connects to people in an emotional way. Visuals are just innately emotional, where words are not. Um, but something that's you know not just cute, but something that communicates what your your authenticity and, and about your brand. I, I, you see something I want all the listeners to know out there. It's kind of just to just to touch on the the, the keys that Laura was talking about. Uh, predating the Go Agency, back when I was just a little marketing student uh, okay. going through the ranks, uh, I read uh, Al Reese's books, Positioning and Focus, and um, later came to know Laura. We started working together and. Um, also uh, read her books, which are fantastic as well. And now when I have new people, and I don't even know if I told you this, Laura, um, when I have new employees come in through the agency, just brand new coming in entry level, they have to read positioning. Um, And the reason why is if anybody's listening to this and wants to understand the secrets to marketing and branding, 
I, I mean, that positioning book is amazing and it really helps you hyper focus on the right thing as opposed to the wrong thing. It just really opens your mind up to a whole different concept of how your business can be placed in the mind of the consumer. And so honestly, if you, if you want to go after this interview or hey, pause it and check it out, go to Amazon, just type in Al Reese, Laura Reese, and you will find all of the books that you can check out. Again, I highly recommend the positioning book. Um, it is required reading at the Go Agency. Wow, that's terrific. It, what's cool about it, Laura, is to see people, like to talk to someone about the concept beforehand and then afterwards and see how it resonates with them. And I do feel that it makes them stronger in their marketing education. So I do believe in your keys. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a simple idea and it, and it works. And it's it's not only that, but it's the, the test of time, which just proves how, mm -hmm. how powerful it is and, and how companies who mm -hmm. get it um, you know, are, are far more successful. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and you look back on the success of companies, it is because they, you know, they own something, they own an idea in the mind, the power of, of the category, for example, you know, people care about categories, not the company. I mean, they don't get excited about Google. They get about excited yep. about searching, <laughs> yes. you know, or iPhone. They get excited about, is it was the first touch screen smartphone. Uh, truly transformational, but it wasn't just because it was an Apple product. It, it was, you know, owned a position in the mind, yep. uh, and that category grew tremendously because, you know, it was so strong and successful, and they are, of course, then, you know, the leader in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a really great example. I, I mean, I, I think that the, the idea of positioning, while simple, is very sophisticated in terms of where it can be taken within a business. So, um, again, everyone, check out the book on Amazon. Um, it is a good read. Okay, so I'm guessing I might know the answer to some of these, Laura, but would, who, who would you say that your top three most trusted advisors are? Well, yeah, that one you could probably guess at least who one of them is, and, and that has, has to be my father, Al Reese. Um, yes, the you know, legend. He's been there, been there since day one. Mm -hmm. um, you know, great, great trusted advisor and, and mm -hmm. mentor and, and partner and, and dad. Um, you know, just, just phenomenal. But, you know, the other is my husband. I mean, he's, we've been together uh, over 20 years. Um, you know, he's my best friend, um, you know, tr tremendous in his own right. Uh, he's, he's not in marketing, but he, he can uh, share my sensibility and we talk about principles and, and he loves it as well. And then, you know, I, I also have to say, I probably have to stretch it to four because I can't name one kid over the other, but I have two sons. <laughs> And, you know, it, there's yeah. nothing like, you know, keeping in touch with what the young, the kids are doing. And, right. uh, you know, they they have such great insights, you know, things that, um, you know, you get out of touch when you're older mm -hmm. uh, and how they, they perceive technology and, and different trends and brands. And I, I love listening to, to what they have to say and their opinions on things. And, and so they're, they're, my, they're definitely part of my advisor team as well. I love it. Well, keeping it in the family, but also going generation generationally, um, yeah. I think that's really it, it, cool. It's really it's it's important because, and, and again, it's what's cool and, and part of my you know partnership with my dad, who's obviously several you know is several generations older than me. Um, but, you know, w we share the same principles in marketing, right. but we have such great differences in, you know, how we grew up and, and what brands we like and what fit trends we follow. And, um, and so we can, you know, have apply them to the different situations that we know so deeply. Mm -hmm. uh, and then to see that follow again with my kids and to see how they're, um, you know, applying those same principles into their situations. 
Yeah, no, I love it. You know, what this isn't, I, I, I'm interested to see, you know, what you are extremely accomplished. You are all over the media. You have all of these successful books. You have a great consultancy and speaking career. But what really makes you feel successful? <laughs> um, well, certainly not looking at, like, comments on Twitter or, <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, sometimes social media can be brutal because yes. people just, you know, love to give their opinions and, you know, no, there's not, not, nothing's 100% positive, right? And, <laughs> you know, course. that's okay. Um, and uh, so, but that, that's good. Joking aside, um, what I really love, um, I love being on stage. Um, and to, to speak at a huge conference, uh, you know, we've, we've given speeches all over the world from, you know, China to South Africa to Russia to Europe and South America. Mm -hmm. uh, and to, to give a speech, um, you know, talking about the marketing principles and our examples on a, a big stage with a big audience that is totally engaged and claps at the end and thanks you. Um, that to me is is you know, it's, it's beyond words. I mean, it's very it's very emotional. Um, and you know that that definitely you feel the love, and uh, it's mm -hmm. fun to be on stage. I, I love that that opportunity, and to be well received uh, feels terrific. Yeah, and it, it, what's what's so good is that it's kind of a win-win, right? Because you're going, you feel great because you know there's just people connecting with your ideas, but also you know that you're helping them because they've connected with it, and it's it's like such a I, I agree with you. It's a really gratifying experience. Um, yeah, no, it, well, and it's it's so immediate because you know while we've done other yeah. things where you know you write write a book or do a video or appear on TV and, and you're giving the same advice and, and you're trying to help people like with the advice and the principles, mm -hmm. but you don't get that immediate feedback. You can't see the people reading your book or right. watching your videos or watching you on TV. You have to like wait and wait for sometimes a really long time to know if anyone likes it, where, mm -hmm. you know, it's just so immediate in front of a live audience uh, to get their reaction in, in real time. Mm -hmm. And even, you know, it gives you the ability to make adjustments if there's something that's not resonating with people. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can, you can kind of tweak things up. And so I, I do like that as well. Yeah, no, that feedback, the feedback circles really fast. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's really fast. I like it. But it's, it's funny going back to your point on social media. It's, um, it's really interesting to 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 see that versus the live interaction. Um, the yeah. live interaction is it feels like people are hiding behind their screens more <laughs> when they're doing yeah. the comments on yeah. social. Yeah. They would they would never say some of those things right to your face. And uh, you know what what it is though. Um, you know because I've I've been around a couple decades now, so. I do remember life before the internet. Yes, um, yes, I do. And, well. and you, you know, you didn't get a lot of that feedback. And you know, a fan from you know Chile and South America couldn't give you a like on Facebook or say, "Great job, yeah. I love this book." And and there is a lot of sad, mostly it really is a lot of satisfaction of of all those comments. But you know, for me, it, it can be just a total time suck of, of trying to answer. You feel indebted to, to answer all mm -hmm. those things and, and put out so much content. And that's why, you know, having you know, your agency help me with that um, has mm -hmm. been so tremendous because you have to, again, it's about priori prioritizing your right. time. You have to do some of that, but you also have to make sure you have enough time for your business and, and you're not just, you know, checking Facebook all day. Yeah, absolutely. It can be very addictive. And definitely, <laughs> a, definitely a time suck. Now, yeah, is there uh, is there one is there one thing that you've seen in other businesses? Because you consult businesses. I mean, L Laura and Al, and um, <laughs> they they are consulting everybody who's who's who 
in the industry. You know, has, have you, has there been anything that you've seen kind of uh, happen again and again in these companies that hinder their success or hamper them that you're, you're advising on? Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's one thing we've been, you know, rally, uh, crying out about for years right. is, is the danger of line extension. Um, oh, yeah. Where, you, you know, you're putting, you, you have a, a brand name that is strong, and then you dilute it by putting on a multitude of different products. Um, you know, you have, Bud, you have Budweiser, right? Then you have, well, Budweiser was the king of beers. But then a new category came along called light beer and say, well, we'll just p call it Bud Light. And, and then they had, you know, mm. the Bud Light Aritas, and they had the margarita drinks, and they had, I mean, there's like 30 versions of Budweiser, Bud Light, and these ridiculous flavors, Bud Light Lime, Bud Light Dry. Mm -hmm. um, and and is, is it so surprising that the brand has been so, you know, damaged over the year and no longer has, you know, much meaning left to consumers? Mm -hmm. um, you know, they not only just water down the actual beer, they water down the brand. It doesn't right. stand for anything anymore. And so mm -hmm. you see that over and over again. Um, you know, the reality is, you know, a company as big as Google has line extended into Google Glass and Google Home. Uh, and they're, those, believe me, those businesses are a tiny fraction of, you know, the main business is search. Absolutely. Um, you know, Google at this point in its life cycle can get away with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and they can mm -hmm. write off some of those things. But, you know, if, if you're, you know, a small or medium business, you can't afford to make any mistakes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You can't afford to do that. Uh, you've got to, you know, you've got to focus on your brand. You got to make it stand for something, and, and line extending it. Well, again, sometimes has a short-term uh, reward um, as long-term damaging consequences to the brand itself in terms of watering it down. Yeah, it, it, it's it's funny because when you're when you're talking about line extensions, there's one that I recently saw that jumps out in my mind, and I wanted to kind of just get your thoughts on it, Laura. Um, yeah. One um, Boar's had recently acquired um, recently on Shark Tank there was a dessert hummus that was um, I, I I can't remember what it, I think I'm pretty sure it's made with chickpeas but it's it's used for dessert so you can it's mm -hmm. going to be sold in the hummus section it's going to be basically a dessert hummus and that's what they're calling it all and, right and Boar's had has purchased the rights to this and has added it to their line what what's your take on something like that it's unbelievable. Isn't <laughs> I mean, it? First of all, the, the name is called Boar's Head, right? <laughs> it, it's, it's meat. Yeah, right? I know, right? Listen, I, I, I buy Boar's Head hummus. Bewilderingly, because the only reason is because my son loves it and, and, and says, you know, this is this is his favorite kind. But okay. it's absolutely ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I'm a light, you know, lifelong vegetarian, to, and, and hummus is like a staple of my food. I'm not going to eat boar's head hummus because for some reason I think there's there's got to be a little bit of boar in there somewhere. <laughs> um, but see, the, the, the key is it's a big company like Boar's Head. Has has the ability to launch separate brands. It's an right. there's an easy fix to this. Um, the fix is not to put your gosh darn name on everything. You don't have to call <laughs> dessert hummus a boar's head. It makes no sense. Uh -huh. uh, you know, launch a second brand that can stand for hummus or dessert hummus. Mm -hmm. um, that's where the opportunity is. And a company as big as Boar's Head, you know, they have the resources to do it. A smaller company might not. Uh, it might not be wise for them to try to launch a, a second brand. And, and that's right. where it, the, the principles are tricky to apply sometimes because mm -hmm. they're different in different situations. Of but, course, yeah. you know, time and again, you see a, a big company, you know, miss an opportunity um, to, to do something. You know, one of the best examples is, you know, Kodak. 
Um, you know, who remembers Kodak? You know, of course, they're they're bankrupt now because mm-hmm. well, and everyone says, well, you know, they got blindsided by digital photography. You know, they just they didn't know. Sure, they did. They yeah. invented the first digital camera. Person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they knew it was coming. They're not idiots. Uh, they had the technology, but they didn't have the brand name. You see, what they did is they launched it under Kodak Digital Science. What? You can't sell a digital camera with a Kodak name on it. All they needed to do, it was simple, to put a separate name on it. Mm-hmm. You could say, well, don't, don't people know? They don't know. They don't care. Listen, Lex, tell a Lexus owner that, that the Lexus is, is owned by Toyota. And they say, what? <laughs> yep. Now, you know, in, in their in, listen, in their head they might know it. But in their heart, they don't. Lexus is a separate brand. Mm-hmm. It stands for something else. And, and so that, that's the opportunity that, that way too many companies miss. They launch a, a, you know, a, an expensive Toyota instead of launching a Lexus. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Um, now, like, one of the things I was curious about, Laura, is has there been like one piece of advice that you think all business professionals should know about? Well, I mean, I mean, like you said, I mean, you give everyone who comes on board uh, the Go Agency a copy of the positioning book. Um, yeah. You know, I think you know to know truly know what positioning is about. It, it's a word that uh, was coined by my father, um, but yep. you know now it's kind of thrown about, and I don't think ev- everyone knows the exact meaning of. It. They just say, well, you, know, you have a positioning statement, and your positioning statement can be, you know, we're a company that serves great, has great service, great quality products at a good price to everybody. <laughs> well, th- that goes totally against the principles of positioning of what it right. means. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the positioning is the idea of owning owning a, a word, a specific word uh, in the mind, and it requires sacrifice and, and narrowing the focus in order to own that in the mind. So, um, you know, I, I think understanding um, the mind of the, of the consumer, understanding how, you know, positioning works, uh, and using it to their advantage, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's, you know, for their personal brand. Uh, again, being a specialist over a generalist is, is far superior. Yes. Um, most people try to be a jack-of-all-trades. That's not the way to get ahead in, in, in business. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you might need to do that in high school. You have to get good grades in every subject, but not in life. Uh, in life, you're much better off having an A-plus <laughs> in one thing right. um, and being mediocre in the others. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's a team for, for the most part, and you have somebody work, do the accounting if you're good on the creative side. You don't need to do both. Yeah, no, I, I really I – really, I'm a firm believer in staying in your lane, and I'm also a really firm believer if you are a business owner, you're starting out, you have, an ex- you have, a, you have a great business that you're trying to, like, get off of the next plateau that you're on currently – you really need to know who the hell you're targeting. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that the positioning situation is really, really important because I think for if you're reading, if you read, read the positioning book, it will help you understand who you're trying to target in a different way. I think a lot of people, you know, coming through, coming through my agency, the Go Agency, I consult people all the time on their marketing plans and all that good stuff. But, you know, what I find again and again is they have no idea who they're trying to target. And well, yeah. The, the other thing is it's really important, and, and the distinction be made between perception and reality. Yes. Um, way too many companies mm-hmm. and people are focused on reality, of what the reality of, of the quality of the product. 
that doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the perception in exactly. the mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if people perceive you in a, in a way, it's in one way, it's first of all, it's very difficult to change a mind. Right. Um, but you know, it's the perception of, of how they perceive you, how they perceive your competition, um, and, and trying to you know go against something in the mind, even if the reality supports it, it it's going to be impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, and very, very clear distinction there, and, and people say, let's just communicate who we are. You just go tell them. Well, you go tell them the reality. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> you have to deal with the perceptions in the mind, and that's, again, the Kodak example. Mm. I mean, the reality is if they had the, the technology, they had the product, but the perception was that Kodak is, can't make a good quality product. I won't believe it, mm-hmm. uh, and it negated um, them being successful. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so we were ta- we've been talking about the positioning book. Is there any other book that you feel that any everyone should be reading, or <laughs> should read? Um, you know, uh, well, I think you know after after positioning, you know, it really should be you know visual hammer because I think it's, yeah. it's a complement to positioning in the sense of positioning is about owning a word in the mind, but but the best way to drive that word into the mind is with a visual. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something that that, is ha- that gets your attention, that has emotion connected to with with it. Um, you know, action. Um, it's more memorable, um, and so those two ideas together, I think, can help any business. Um, mm-hmm. You know, strengthen the, their marketing, help them better understand who they are, um, even who their competitors are. Yep. You know, it's really important. I think most people are so so focused on themselves that they forget, you know, we also have to worry about the competition. Yep. And, and most times, the best way to build a strong brand is not to just try to be really good at something. It's try to see what's out there. Um, if, if there's, for example, if there's the iPhone out there, you know, one of the most successful, you know, brands, um, you know, ever created in a, in a category, the smart touch screen, smartphone ever created. But how do we go against them? Well, you do the opposite. Um, you know, that was a, a, a closed system, so Android came out with an open system. Right. Um, and, and they sell more iPhones, as a matter of fact. They've become so successful. Um, and, and Samsung, you know, pi- you know being the, the provider of most of those, and Android, um, you know, the, 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 the OS system. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but going against it, being the opposite uh, is, the, is the better way to compete, not trying to be better than, than the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I almost venture a guess if I – I mean, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I think that if, if you're really looking for kind of a, almost like a process in terms of the books, I do think that Positioning Focus, Visual Hammer, and Battle Cry, would, would, that, would that be the, the kind of the progression that you would suggest, Laura? Yeah, I think, you know, those, those um, are, you know, some of the, the, the truly big ideas um, that, you know, stand us as, as apart. Uh, communicate, mm-hmm. you know, singular ideas, um, and, and then you know we have other books that are, you know, the, the Twenty Two Immutable Laws yeah, book um, that you know have has some bite-sized chunks of, of many of the different ideas. Um, the the other the other principle and, and, and is that's so important is this idea of PR uh, and, and the fall of advertising and the rise of PR right, from right. you know back in, in two thousand and two. Um, you know, really changed the game in terms of how people were talking about how to launch brands. Because the idea of the book is, uh, and if you remember the the, the, the dot com bubble bursting, because everyone right. thought, okay, we'll just we'll spend all of our money on advertising to get our name, to get our <laughs> awareness out there, and then we'll just find a way to make money. Uh. No, 
What you need no. to do is you need to have third-party endorsement. You need to have word of mouth, yep. you know, primarily driven through PR to, to establish your credibility. Um, and it's also going to, need, going to require some patience. And, and so, you know, starting with PR only uh, to launch a brand and then, you know, understanding that you get to a time where you're like Starbucks, who, you know, was all PR at the beginning. But now mm-hmm. they're a traditional company. Uh, they're a leader and they, they have to advertise. And now they're on buses mm-hmm. and you know, running TV ads and everything else, uh, you get to a point where you run out of PR potential and you have to do that. Right. Uh, and, and understanding that, that both are important, but, you know, using them at the right time. And then when you do do advertising, you know, reinforce your main message. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. d- and don't, don't use something, you know, silly like, you know, a Chipotle food with integrity. Oh. I mean, come on. You know, when you have a crisis, you know, in, in – you fall back on, <laughs> you know, they, they were about the burrito. Come on, people. Let's not, you know, overanalyze who we are to people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's funny when you see cases like that. The Chipotle is, is a great example when all of a sudden something bad happens and they want to start hugging trees. And it's like, why are we hugging trees? Why don't we stay on message? Yeah, but the, and, well, the, actually, and, and it's even worse than that is, mm. is, is the best defense is, is, is a good offense of in course. the sense of, you know, establishing your brand from the start. I mean, they were such, you know, a hot, hot brand. And they try to go so highbrow with, yeah. the, you know, food with, you know, who, who, what guy said to his buddy, let's go get some food with like, integrity down at Chipotle. <laughs> now, there's nothing wrong with having a company with integrity right. and talking about that yeah. internally, but that's not a consumer message. The no. consumer message was a big fat burrito that was delicious. Exactly. <laughs> Made right in front of you with the, the items, you know, that you could choose. It was a limited menu. Um, it was, you know, enormous portions at a reasonable price with, you know, enormous calorie counts <laughs> as well that people kind of forgot about. Yep. Um, you know, there was a lot of good things, um, you know, that they didn't focus on, just the promotion of the terrific burrito mm-hmm. um, instead of, you know, things – you get into trouble where people would come on food with integrity. I mean, come on, people. And and now, you know, of course they dumped that when they got into trouble with the, the illness and everything, and now mm. they're just pouring queso on everything. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very, very difficult. And I really – it's funny that you mentioned that queso because that commercial sticks out in my mind because the first time that I saw that, the, the, um, the lighting is so poor in that commercial. It looks like gravy. Oh, yeah. It's just, you know. It's really bad. Integrity and queso just don't, don't go together. <laughs> Can I, mean, I can I quote you all, on that? They lost all integrity when they just pour queso on it, right? <laughs> it's so true. Um, okay, I have one last question for you, Laura. If you could change one thing about your business, what would it be? Um. Wow, well, that's a tough question. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, uh, you know. I wish I had more time to, to pursue the, the many ideas that bubble into my head. Right. Uh, you know, I wish I had more time to do videos, and I wish I had more time to write books. Um, you know, it's it's a challenge, you know, mm. managing everything. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, you, and I think a lot of people struggle with this, that, you know, you wish you had more time for this and that. But you've got to, you know, you've got to make those choices, make the most of them to, to do the very best you can. Um, you know, and I'm just so blessed to, to now be, you know, working with, with my father going on almost 25 years now. Yeah. I mean, the, the time has, has been tremendous. Um, I also wish my kids would grow up 
really quickly so that they could come and join me. Um, it's yeah. actually been a pleasure. The, the last year I had uh, some speaking opportunities that overlapped with their school breaks, and I took one son to India with me, and I took my other son to China with me on a trip, and, and that was, was really phenomenal because I remember being a, a kid and my dad taking me to Nestle, and, and, and we went to Paris, and um, you know that, mm. that opportunity and those memories are, are really very, very wonderful. Oh, that's awesome. How did your, uh, how did your children uh, like China? Uh, I was my youngest, so I took my 12-year-old to China. I, I mean, it was the first time he'd been on a really big international trip. And, uh, you know, it's amazing because in some ways it's so very similar. You know, mm -hmm. the, the world has, you know, become so, you know, similar, even a place like China. Um, and, and yet also, you know, so very different, um, you know, in terms of the, the culture and the food and the, and the language. Um, so it was, it was, it was exciting. I mean, I think to, to see something through the eyes um, of, of a younger generation, mm. um, you know, was, was, was really cool. But yeah, he, uh, you know, he, he loved it. He, uh, although he's happy to, he said the KFC in China was not as good as the KFC in America. That's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, and KFC is the largest fast food chain in China. I mean, look, it's, yeah, isn't that crazy? crazy that is. I mean, it used to be. You know, when, when I would go to Europe as a kid, I mean, everything was different. You didn't see McDonald's or anything no. like that. Uh, it was, you know, clothing you couldn't buy in a, the U.S. It was, you know, so special. And now, you, as soon as you get off the airplane, right there, there's Starbucks. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. right there, <laughs> there's KFC. So my kids like, yeah, it's the same. It's just, you know, they have different money, and, you know, there's a lot more Asian people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's excellent. Well, you, Laura, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you today. Um, uh, you have a lot of exciting things coming up, and it's it, you know, uh, anyone that's listening out there, Laura Reese is definitely one to watch. Um, as you've seen her on uh, many different channels and news shows, and as uh, you know, as a columnist as well, um, please check her out online, Reese.com, R-I-E-S.com. Also, there's all of her social media links, so please follow her on social. There's always something new going out on one of her channels, and she's always putting out a new fresh comment. Laura, thank you so much for joining us thank today. Thank you. It's a pleasure. I love talking about branding. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't, right? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I'm such a nerd with that as well. So thank you so much, Laura, for joining us. Um, again, uh, folks, thank you so much for tuning into uh, the success to go podcast. Uh, we are all over the place. So make sure to check us out on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Overcast, Google Play, Podcast Land, Blueberry. There's tons of spots. Have a question for me? Visit me online at my agency's website, thegoagencyusa.com. Again, that's thegoagencyusa.com. Until next time, folks, give me a shout. Ask any questions you got. Give us a rating and subscribe. We'll talk to you again soon on the success to go podcast. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.